What is up, everybody? We are back after a long hiatus. Yeah, too long. Too long, too long. Um, but also just the right amount. Yeah. So for this episode, we honestly talk about my kid, which yeah. is a change. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, we kind of dive into mowing the lawn. <laughs> um, it's just like, it's just dad shit, really, yeah. for an hour. Yeah, the dad cast. Oh, it is the dad cast. <laughs> um, we basically sum up the entire month of uh, the hiatus and dealing with a newborn. Uh, advice, you know, just kind of stories in general for new and expecting parents. Mm-hmm. So it was a lot of fun. Uh, it got... Seriously, uh, I don't know. Seriously joking? Yeah. 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 So, you know. as serious as we can take things, which is not very well. Yeah, as opposed to Meatless Monday. Oh, God. Yeah. So, yeah. uh, We, I think we touched on on some good advice. uh, Yeah. Some things to keep in mind. Yeah. But fucking do better dads yeah yeah the fucking, the fucking bare do better. minimum yeah the fucking bare necessities <laughs> the simple. simple bare necessities so with that being said sit back relax and enjoy the ice cream sunday podcast Dead is risen, motherfuckers. Hey! We're back. Oh, I know that Meatless Monday already talked about this. Uh, we took a fucking month long hiatus, uh, but I feel like it was it was needed with yeah. all of the crazy fucking changes. Yeah. Um. No, it's good to be back. I've been waiting. Oh, it's so good to be back. Um, I'm not gonna lie to you. So I woke up today and I was like, I gotta take my kids home. Mm-hmm. And then I got to come here. I'm going to be here for like six hours. And I lacked the the motivation. And then I got here and I set everything up and I saw it again for the first time in like a month and a half. And I was like, this is where I need to be. It's time. Yeah. Yeah. Now, honestly, I'm the same way with with like, I don't know, work in general. Yeah. Um, stuff like that. Like, not that I don't enjoy it or anything like that. It's just, I think part of it's due to the baby. The baby. And... Like having two weeks off and not having um not having to go into work or even uh go in at night to mm-hmm. the to the club and work. It definitely got me used to like I don't know, staying up late or um you know, a, a certain way. So it's so easy. To fuck off on your responsibilities. Like, it's it's so easy to be lazy. Yeah. And this 
will well for the next three weeks in a row will get me out of the house to come record because the the girls have an interview that specifically needed to be here on the 29th so i figured fuck it we'll just record as well um that way we're ahead Mm -hmm. of the game again but like if i didn't have this uh, by weekends i would not do a fucking thing i wouldn't do shit but uh yeah this gets me out of the house and, and it makes me productive again so speaking of being productive, um, I've sort of changed uh, and reproductive. Hey, hey, we'll get into that. Um, I've sort of changed the way I handled certain chores. So, for example, trash. Um, Heather bags it up. I'll take it out, and uh, I'll wait till like the end of the night when I'm actually like as soon as I get home, mm-hmm. I'm active. So like I'll grab it and I'll take it out mm-hmm. because. I just won't be motivated the second I sit down. Um, laundry's the same way. Uh, we used to have a set schedule. Like Sundays were our clean days. Mm-hmm. So rather than try to get a whole bunch of laundry done, uh, it's actually worked out and it's been a bit more productive to where we break it up. Um, like underwear, socks, undershirts, towels in one load. Right. Yep. Um, sweatshirts. Any any type of sweat, uh, clothing, um, and jeans, and then the other load would be like shirts. So, and and it, uh, sorry, it, it would be broken up by day. So yeah. Sunday I would do one small load, the next I would do the other set, and then uh, by Tuesday I'd have it all done. So I mean it works. My biggest thing is. So, like, when we, we first moved into this house, we had, like, one big hamper. Mm-hmm. And we just fucking threw everything in there. And the thing I hated the most, for whatever reason, was, like, I hated sorting the laundry before I did the laundry. I hated it. I don't know why. It just, like, it pissed me off. I was like, why do I got to do all this work before I do the work? And then we got a three-slotted hamper mm-hmm. that, like, it's, like, colors, whites, and then, like, undershirts and underwear is how we sort it. Mm-hmm. And then now I can just take what's in that, take it downstairs, throw it in. Where'd you get it? Uh, because we may have to do that. That that may actually it's help so us easy. out. Yeah. It's so easy. Because uh, I'm assuming my, like Target, Walmart. Yeah, I think it was like Target. My raggedy ass way was like, why don't we just have three different uh, like clothes baskets? <laughs> She's like, that looks like shit. And I was like, all right. And then her mom got us one. I think it was from, I had a bit from like Target or Costco or, you know. I mean, Walmart's in Pella, so. I yeah. Mm-hmm. I know we didn't get it in Pella. I think oh, I think it was okay. like mailed to us. The nice thing about her parents is that sometimes they I will like come you. home from work. That too. Sometimes <laughs> I'll come home from work and we'll just have a fucking something at, like on our front doorstep. And it's something that her father ordered us from Amazon and just like Aww. sent to us just randomly. I feel like Heather's mom's the same way. Yeah. It'll like, just be like, here's a, some, like, we needed an extra battery because, like, we have, they're all the same company, so they all use the same battery. Yeah. But it's best to have, like, multiple batteries. So it's all of our, like, it's our, like, leaf blower and it's our, uh, our weed eater and these, like, electronic, like hedge clipper things and they all use the same battery and her dad just like fuck it and then like guys got us one just sent it like i should there seems to be an amazon package like every day at our house so i um 
I got really excited at one point because I saw an ad for just like yard equipment. Mm-hmm. And this is a sign of being an adult. Mm-hmm. And I got to thinking, I was like, I and I, I talked to Heather about it and I was like, I can't wait to get a house so we can spend like 20 grand on lawn equipment. And and the thing the thing that caught me about this was um it's all electrical. Mm-hmm. It is automatic as well. So I could literally open up the shed or the garage or whatever, pretty much hit a button. Go, and, buddy, go. Yeah, and it'd just be an army of robots go, doing everything. Like, I don't know. Part of that was just really cool to me. I was like, I want to do that so bad. love mowing the lawn. We have a pretty small lawn. It's like, it's... It's pretty small on the front, and then the side is what's long. It's kind of like long and skinny. Um, and then there's a little bit in the back, but most of the patio is like concreted in. So we don't have a big yard. Probably takes about 45 minutes to an hour. Sure. Um, I love mowing the lawn. Isn't that weird? Because I, I know for a fact as a kid, we hated it. Hated it. Hated it. And my grandparents, like, we've talked about this a thousand times, but my grandparents were like prominent members of the community. Mm-hmm. So they were like, you know who would love to mow your lawn random neighbor our grandchildren they would love to <laughs> for 10 bucks a pop um so that's what like that's my little like part-time job in the summer before i could actually yeah. like work part-time jobs i was like 14 mowing like random neighbors lawns and so, was doing terrible at it but so funny funny you mentioned any of that because um back when i lived in the oh i want to say it was uh, the the White House that I used to live in, uh, right next to B. In Greenfield, yeah, like across from Fairway, and Pomida ish area, yeah, kind of like on that road though, yeah, 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 yeah. So, I remember mowing the lawn one time, and I intentionally left a, a patch large enough to mow a design into it. Mm-hmm. And it was the Lincoln Park square with the L and the P. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. I will purposefully, um, like, I'll usually do mowing on, like, I'm trying to think of when I did it. I think it was Thursdays. So the podcast would already be edited, and mm-hmm. then I would actually go back and listen to it and make sure there wasn't any mistakes. Or if that was already done, I would specifically, like, let's say there's a new Two Bears, One Cave, or there's, like, a podcast that I really want to listen to. I'll put my earbuds in. They're noise canceling. I can hear like the the motor of the whatever the fuck like a little bit, but like that's my time to just like meditate and because I've done it so many times that just like the pattern is the fucking same. So I'm just I just go out there. I I'm on autopilot for an hour and I mow the lawn. And See, I I do that for like work. Um, typically it, it's slow enough to where I can like binge podcasts and stuff like that mm-hmm. i've noticed a, a bunch of the stuff that i used to listen to i just i don't know I, I i feel like some things have dropped off not necessarily by design but um like i'll, I'll listen to walk uh what culture lists mm-hmm. um because our podcast hasn't been on i haven't been able to listen to that um you know my kind of funny stuff but uh, I'm trying to get back into knocking some of that out, and mm-hmm. it's so hard because there's so much to listen to. Um, but I've knocked out like two or three episodes of Two Bears One Cave lately, and 
It's it, so it, it's, good. It's, it's it's the early stuff too. Yeah, yeah. So it's still near the beginning. And when I when I binge, when I have the time, like when work is is slow, um, and it and it hasn't been recently, but I'll put something in, and then like if I'm caught up with the new episodes, I'll always go back and like I'll start from the beginning and then try to catch up, mm-hmm. right? Which is probably what you're doing as well. Um, it's so funny because like. Joe Rogan, for example, like I listened to Joe Rogan a lot because he was like the first big podcast. Um, And it's just funny listening to like his stuff now where it's like he's become conscious of the fact that like he made $200 million and like he is the most listened to podcast in the world. But when you listen to the very, very old stuff, like the first stuff, and it was like live streamed on Ustream or whatever, and it's like they are just blitzed out of their minds. Like they didn't think anyone was going to listen to this. He's just a stand-up comedian. And like, I kind of miss those days where it's just like, Oh, it's just like, it's like stand-up comedy and mixed martial arts. And, um, and I'm sure, I'm sure his podcast was good back in the day now. Like, and I've never listened to it, but honestly now I, I don't have any desire to, especially with everything. You've never listened to ever. Mm-mm. So I've seen I I mean I've heard bits and here's the thing that I always like that. liked about Joe Rogan and it's gotten obviously it's it's gotten it's dwindled but what I liked is that he he was very curious and so he would have people on experts in different fields whether it was science or martial arts or um you know actors and entertainment he was just very curious about things that he didn't know anything about and he because of that because he wasn't an expert himself he would ask these very like in-depth questions that like and and they they would go on for like three or four hours at a time so like they got really in-depth and had a really good conversation and now i think a lot of his clips do get taken out of context sometimes where like he'll say something and then He'll be like, Jamie, look that up. Make sure that I'm right on that. And that get part gets taken out by people that like people that that don't like Joe Rogan and are like, hey, like this guy makes shit up all the time. Like he does fact check like in the moment. He has a guy, he has a producer that's always on Google or or on the internet, like trying to fact check think wild shit that he says. Sure. Um I feel like during COVID though, like he was very not anti-vax, but like personally anti-vax, not like no one should take the vaccine. It causes autism like that bullshit. But for him personally, he was just like, I already had COVID. There's no point in taking it for him personally. And I think a lot of people took that and they're like, well, all the things that he says are bullshit. A lot of it is, but they do to his credit, fact check it. And they're like, okay, fuck I was wrong. That's stupid. But I think a lot of it was there's been some clips where he'll have people on. He's not an expert in that. And then he'll argue and then they'll find an article that like refutes him. And then he'll be like, well, that's not what I read. And like, it's just like, okay, I wish you would go back to when you were just very curious and you found an article that was like, Hey man, this is actually the truth. And then you just let it be the truth instead of like trying to push your agenda. But right. Isn't it weird? I was thinking about this on the way over. Isn't it weird that like we have a podcast? I know. <laughs> but like, Thanks. No, but, <laughs> but like, so all of the podcasts that I listen to, it's usually people that are using podcasts as supplemental income mm-hmm. um, or like a side project to 
increase their popularity for what their their main gig is like okay for example stand-up comedians right or i know some actors that have like a armchair expert with uh dak shepherd like he has a podcast but his main thing is like he's an actor or like stand-up comedians or like or, like the podcast based off of shows that have already been done like um, yeah the exactly Office exactly stuff like that and yeah. like like if I was oh, okay, the reason I was thinking about this is because there's a wrestler. His name's Justin. Mm-hmm. Uh, he his wrestler name is JDX, and he got in some trouble. I thought you were gonna say Justin Credible, and I was like, oh, <laughs> no, yeah, no, JDX. He was the Black Wrestlers Matter champion. Black Wrestlers Matter is a promotion yeah. that started here in Des Moines, or a, a movement it, that started here in Des Moines. John, he, John West and yeah. JDX was the champion. Uh, JDX got stripped of that title because he said some insensitive things about women um, on his podcast recently. No, like I'm last trying. Week. I'm trying to think of who you had the interview with. That uh, that was the Ewok. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. was the Wrestle League champion, so yeah. he was on a show, but he was not the. This is not the same guy. Right. right. But so JDX says some things, but it made me think of like, okay, so like when I was doing music, and if I had a podcast, and it was like, here's a podcast to promote my music or to make me more popular or use that as, as a way to funnel in people to listen to my music. Or when I was wrestling, if I was using that to funnel people into coming to my matches or watching my shit online and it's like, Nope, this is the podcast is the thing. It's so weird. Cause like, I know there are some people that are just like, Hey, I'm famous because I have a podcast. Um, like I don't think that like the call her daddy girls, um, those, the hosts of that show, like, I don't think they were super popular or famous before they did that podcast. I think it, they just did it from that or like yeah, Adam so. 22 from no jumper. I don't think he was famous before. Like he started that podcast and then started dating porn stars. But like, this is just the podcast. We're just trying to do this. It's not like a, it's not a side gig for something else. It's just, it's weird that like, and it's usually celebrities that start podcasts. And we're just fucking dudes in a living room. And I mean, that's not to say that we don't have big, like bigger plans for that. Oh, I have gigantic plans. Yeah. Oh, I remember we had this conversation. Yeah, I have s- such big plans. Um, but you know, it, it for the for the time being, I think it's working out well for us, or we we're just enjoying it. I was thinking about big plans actually, and what, what I wanted to do, and what my goals were. And I don't know if it's a twenty twenty three thing or not, but um, I want to do. A, you know how people do like 24 hour video game streams like on mm-hmm. Twitch? I don't know if it would work in audio or not, but I would love to do a 24 hour podcast live stream and have random people just show up and we fucking order pizza and it's very casual and it's laid back and we just talk about nothing. I think there's something there. Which is pretty much that. what our podcast is to begin with. I think there's something there for that. I think it works better as a video format because i think it is too you can just see like the decline of sanity (laughs) i love how i sat in and because i i quote unquote produce and really it's just making sure that their volume levels are okay (laughs) and just let them fucking do their thing for two hours but i love how i sat here and i don't know if you could hear it from i was passed out with a baby exactly um but catherine said some very like personal things and got very very deep 
and their podcast is very emotional and it's very deep. And then we take a 10 minute break and then you and I get on the microphones and it's like, gosh, I sure do love mowing the lawn. <laughs> it's the dichotomy between like their show and our show. Originally, it was going to be like, this is the sister podcast to Ice Cream Sunday and it's going to be, we're going to interview the same guests, but we're going to come at it from a women's perspective. Uh-huh. And like, I was, I was like, no, it can't be that. It has to be your own thing. And I'm so glad that I pushed them in that direction because the, like the subjects and the things that they talk about, they've gotten so emotional and so deep. And then here we are just fucking idiots with our dicks in our hand. And we're like, I fucking love mowing the lawn. Like, wouldn't it be cool to have an army of robots to mow my fucking lawn? It would though. <laughs> it would be so awesome. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so in the month that we've been gone, uh, our month hiatus, I have, I traveled, did my whole honeymoon thing. Um, let's see. Was I married when we did our, when we recorded our last show? Yes. Yes. I I think think we had like one or two episodes before. Yes. 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 And then, so I got married and then we had two episodes, went on the honeymoon and I traveled to Vegas yeah, a lot of shit happened for me. But for you, you had a fucking baby. I did. You came in your wife, and she grew a baby, and then she pushed out a baby, and now you have a baby. Yeah. How's that been? Because I know that, like, obviously you have Phoenix. Yeah. But, like, he wasn't here as a newborn, like, living in your house. Like, what's that transition? That How's it changed? How's your life changed and evolved? And I mean, Let's talk about when she was born. Yeah, yeah. Because obviously, like... We've we've had a we've had a month to have her yeah. now, so like I, I feel can, like obviously with the with the the mother, there's crazy physical changes and hormones just sure. flooding your body, and kind of a crazy hormone dump. There's got to be when you give birth, but like she's just for, glad she can drink alcohol oh, again and eat certain things again. But like from the father's perspective, like for me anyway, something happened when Kingston was born, and I saw him for the first time. And it's like, oh, I can't explain it. I'm a completely different fucking person mm-hmm. than I was 30 seconds ago before I saw this child. Did you feel the same way? Did you like the that like flood of emotions fucking knock you on your ass like it did me? Yes and no. I, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Kind of like you, but uh, like, like I knew it was coming. I knew. I knew I was ready for it, and then. No matter how much you tell yourself you're ready, no matter how much you prepare yourself, uh, look into stuff, nothing ever really prepares you for seeing the baby for the first time. And all of your friends that have had babies are going to tell you, like, this is what it's like, and this is what happens, and it's nothing like what they say. The... I mean, the the most basic way I can put it is nothing has really changed for me. Um, you know, I get up, I go to work, I come home, I'll watch TV, play games, you know, deal with the baby. Literally, the baby is just an extra step of something I have to do during the day, right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and, okay, so... I've been dying to tell you about this. So when she, when Caden was born, it was four eighteen in the morning, December twenty first. Literally ten minutes before we had Caden, 
the room next to us had their baby. Oh, shit. Okay. So, the thing is, I, I knew in my mind, uh, like, how things were going to go. I knew what was, you know, this, that, whatever. Um, the thing, the thing that got me, and I'm, I'm, I'm real. I feel terrible for thinking it too. Um, the thing that got me is, I know why, why it happened the way it did. Okay, I, I want to put that out there. But when the baby came out, when Caden came out, they got her out. Start started getting her wrapped up and wiped off a little. Caden came out with a fucking cone head. <laughs> and my first thought seeing my child was, oh my God, she's so beautiful, was, oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm dead serious, too. Because uh, I know it, it's because her head's soft and, and it's all the plates trying to settle in mm-hmm. and, and stuff like that. And uh, uh, <laughs> The plates. Pangea. <laughs> <This is her laughs> bitch don't know about Pangea. Her fucking Pangea skull. No, but like when she like i knew better but yeah. still in my mind in my dumb man brain i'm just like oh no i feel like when i was born it was the same thing with my family but it wasn't because of my weird shaped head it was because i was brown <laughs> like no <laughs> it's our worst fears <laughs> but um in that month's time uh it's been great uh first night home uh she woke up crying and I immediately jumped up, grabbed her, came in here and sat in the chair and just kind of watched TV. Mm-hmm. So did you take their, the nurse's advice and, and let them let Caden sleep in the nursery like her first night being born? Or did you have her in the room with you? Because they said that they were like, I know that you want to have her or have him Kingston with you at all times, but like get, get the little bit of sleepy that you can. Yeah. So, um, we went in Monday, Mm -hmm. had her Wednesday. Sounds right. I think, I think that was the 21st. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Sounds right. Um, and then we went home Friday. Mm -hmm. So we kept her with us most of the time. And then, um, you know, we did, we didn't, um, have her in the nursery overnight that night. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Heather just wanted to not have to worry about the baby, mm-hmm. not have to worry about, uh, getting up. She, she just, she needed to be alone with me just to kind of just be like, be able to breathe yeah you know and so we would send her off to the nursery we'd order food just kind of eat and then and then just kind of relax for a bit and then you know we'd fall asleep for a little bit and they'd but uh, this the staff there was fantastic um what uh what hospital methodist downtown gotcha i like methodist a lot Personally, I would have liked to have been at Methodist West because it's mm-hmm. close. Yep. But 
she was technically a high risk pregnancy and they don't have the fucking NICU and yeah. Yeah. We we dealt with that same thing at Mercy. We lived in West Des Moines. We would have loved to have actually yeah, West Des Moines. We would have loved to have it at Mercy West. It would have been much easier for us, but they were like you know. Yeah. Well, no, well, for Kingston, yes. And then we were living in Carroll, Carroll area when we had Kenta, but Kaylee again was too high risk. Um, so like for the last like I think it was two and a half, three months of her pregnancy, like I only saw Kaylee and Kingston on the weekends. Yeah. Cause she was down here on bed rest because she was like preeclampsia and the whole fucking thing. She was uh, on bed rest for like, the last two months of her pregnancy. So, yeah. Uh, so, I mean, it's been great. Um, she didn't cry when she was born. Um, I think honestly, she's, been pretty well mannered Mm -hmm. until like this past week or so to where she just cries a lot just because she doesn't like not being held yeah and understandable yeah um and and this may be a bit of bias on my part but i feel like i can confidently say that she is pretty advanced because in the first week, she already figured out how to roll over. Oh, wow. So, yeah, she knows how to roll over. She knows how to lift her head and, and keep it lifted. Mm-hmm. Um, She's very attentive. Like, she'll she'll legitimately sit there and watch the TV. Not that she understands what's going on, mm-hmm. but but she'll just stare at it. Um, She's obsessed with mirrors right now. Oh. So, like... Um, the, the little, uh, play mat with the arcs. Yeah. 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 Um, so we have a mirror hanging from it and we'll set her down on the mat and she'll just stare at herself in the mirror for (laughs) an ungodly amount of time. And I looked at Heather. I'm like, Oh no. (laughs) She's so vain. Yeah. (laughs) That's going to be a problem later. But yeah, all in all, uh, it's been great. Uh, we've taken a lot of pictures. Um, when Phoenix met her for the first time, uh, he cried. Oh yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that that was really cool. Um, we and we've also made it. Uh, we've also made it very very um easy for him, because we're not making it seem like we're prioritizing her over him. Mm-hmm. And I know that's a huge struggle. Um, but it's gone well. Our our time has been divided up. We take turns on everything. Like mm-hmm. everything's great. So I I honestly. Couldn't imagine it being any easier. <laughs> I, this is off topic a little bit, but uh, I showed Amy how to change a diaper today. <laughs> Granted, it was on a, like a two and a half year old. So like, it's a little bit different than a newborn. Um, she's never changed a diaper because she's, ne- she's just never been around like babies. And like when her and I started dating, uh, Four, well, he, yeah, four years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I almost said, what's his face? Jesus. Kenta was, always, <laughs> <laughs> Kenta was already like a year and a half old. And then she didn't meet him for another like year and a half after that. Sure. Right. So, um, yeah, he was already like in, in pull-ups at worst and potty trained at best. I say that because like 
we all we've all listened to the podcast. We all know the fucking I missed. Yeah, he's uh, he's <laughs> quote unquote potty trained, but will still rub shit all over my bathroom. Um, so yeah, that was like she was like, "What? Is, I don't, I don't." I, I was like, Can you, "You haven't changed the diaper yet." I got out of the shower, and he was still in the in the diaper that he wore overnight. And I was like, "You didn't change his diaper yet?" And she was like, "I." I don't. <laughs> She's like, oh, "What the fuck am I supposed to do?" And I was like, "Oh, okay, fair enough." Yeah, yeah. I um. Fair play. So the nurses were actually impressed with me, which proud dad yeah, moment. Let's go. Yeah. Um. She born with full head of hair. I just want to throw that in mm-hmm. there. The nurses were in love with her. There, she was their favorite baby. I don't, I don't know if they just tell every parent that, but I mean, probably. But like, fuck it. I'm gonna believe it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um. But like carrying her in the car seat, you know, rather than carry it by the handle, mm-hmm. you you're supposed to wrap your arm around the side of it yeah. and then hold it like this. Mm-hmm. And I, I did that initially. They're like, I've never seen a dad know how to do that. Mm-hmm. I've never seen anyone use that technique and like do it properly. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, and Heather had to kind of learn how to do that too. And even like install the base with the, with the car seat as well. Like I managed to get that all done and they're yeah. like, Oh shit. Well, cause they offer the nurses to come down, um, install the car seat, make sure everything's all set. And I had done that already. And they're like, <laughs> oh, well. I remember installing the the base in my car. And I was like, hope it doesn't get any bigger because that thing is never coming out. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was so tight. Yeah. Um. Luckily, we got one of the, we basically got the modular ones. So, like. All we need to do is like order a base, mm-hmm. like an extra base, put it in my car mm-hmm. if ever need be, and um, that way we can just pop the car seat in one and then the other. Yeah. Did you get the one that like it grows with them and they can keep it for mm-hmm. fucking ever? Yeah, that's nice. Yep. It. When she first came home, she just looked so tiny in it, and that thing looks so massive it to her. It looks gigantic. Yeah. But. It was, it, it's been cool. Yeah. It's, it's fucking awesome. Like, have you found that, like, for me personally, I was like, I love this. Like, I had a, I had a dog once before Kingston. It's like, I fucking love this dog. And then I'm like, I fucking love my wife. Mm-hmm. And and then you have a kid and you're like, oh, I had no idea what love was. Mm-hmm. Because, like, if that dog or even my wife were to ever, like, harm my child in any way, I would sacrifice them to the gods immediately. Yeah. Like, if I, like, I, I love Amy. I love Amy so much. If it came between, like, Amy or one of my children... I would, she gotta go. I I'd push her off a bridge so fast. <laughs> like I would eat her so fast. And that was another thing we were worried about too with the cats. Yeah. Because especially Momo. Um because Momo has been baby for Momo's been baby. Uh Bowser. I mean, they all like to cuddle in to a certain degree, but Momo more so because he invades space. He really do be like that. Um he'll lay on top of you and he'll use his claws. Mm-hmm. And we were worried about that. No, he's been fucking amazing. Yeah. Like, he, he's so, like, they're all really gentle around her. 
Like, they know. Mm-hmm. So, like, they'll step around her. Uh, there's been a couple times where, like, Momo just isn't aware. And so he'll he'll get ready. Like, he'll almost step on her, and I'll have to, like, bat him away. But other than that, he'll just, like, like rest himself or rest his head on her. And it's, it honestly, yeah. it's the best. Because I'll just lay in bed and just be like, yeah, this is... This is the best. It's so good. Cuddling with babies is the fucking best. Oh, I know. I oh man, I'm so refreshed right now. Yeah. I <laughs> like Carrick. Carrick's my youngest. Uh, he's like two now, but still, like when he actually wants to like settle down and cuddle, which is very rare. But when he does, it's like yes, mm-hmm. yes. This feels awesome. Yep. Um, what was I gonna ask? I saw that you got your picture. We talked about this. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, she does not look thrilled to be in that photo, but it's a great photo nonetheless. Well, she's only like a day old. I know. Too. She looks, she, Heather and I were talking about this, that she looks, she does not look happy. See, the reason why we chose that picture was because it, it I think it was the best, uh, the best defined picture that we had mm-hmm. to where we got a full shot of her face, the, yeah. the yep. controller, her eyes open. And I don't know, me personally, I just, I like that That's picture a great a lot. photo. Um, we'll have to like, if you're comfortable with it. Yeah, yeah, like of course. So people know what the fuck we're talking about, but. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll get that posted as well. But, um, the photographer loved it. They had good intentions. I don't think we were necessarily a fan of the hospital photographer. And Heather, I, Heather was ready to drop like over $200 on the photographer to get a bunch of uh, the pictures she took. And looking at them afterwards, I'm glad you didn't. We're really glad we didn't. Yeah, I was gonna ask just, you if it was someone you knew and brought no. in, or if it was just a hospital photographer. No. So, but yeah. there is a backstory to that, and I'm sure I've said this before. But when I was brought home from the hospital, yep, uh, my dad gave me a Nintendo controller, and that's what I had. And so we found a teether of a Nintendo controller. Oh, it's a t- I thought it was an actual controller. No, no, it's no. It's a teether? Yeah, it's oh, a teether. Oh, that's awesome. And so uh, we just thought it'd be a fun little nod. That's very cool. Um, To further that, we weren't able to see my parents um, until after Christmas because they they were getting sick and we didn't I, want them around the baby. I saw that on social media because uh, I saw your, your father mm-hmm. was very upset that he wasn't able to to meet the, his granddaughter yeah immediately so, so, so when he finally did um we had one present left from christmas and it was uh it was a gift to Caden mm-hmm. but in a sort of way it was a gift to my mom as well mm-hmm. so i went online and i i found something on ebay now, I when I was a baby, I had a little accordion rabbit. You pull it, it plays a song, mm-hmm. and um, it played Peter Cottontail. This thing's been through a lot. So I had that, and the idea was to, you know, pass it on to the baby and mm-hmm. whatnot. And when I got online, I found, and this is hard to find, I found the exact same kind. In like brand new condition, mm-hmm. um, sealed in a bag and everything, like forty something bucks. It was not cheap, right? 
This thing was made in, uh, this whole line or whatever was made in 1986. I was born in 1989. Mm-hmm. So my mom opens the box and she sees mine and, she's, and she starts crying because it's my mom. And uh, under, we had like a burp rag. Oh. How dare you. You've done it too, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, so we've had this burp rag. And it was the same thing when Heather announced that we were having her. Um, under the burp rag was the new one. And I don't know. It was just a cool moment. Yeah, it, it, it's, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, and then my dad got a holder, and then they both fell asleep together. <laughs> so, you know, he's already in classic grandpa. And your sister has a boy? Girl. Girl. Okay. Have they met? Oh, yeah. Cousins? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a few times. That's awesome. And how old's... Um, I think she's just over a year. That's what I thought. I thought she was pretty young, too. year so. or two. Yeah. Something yeah. like that. Um, Which is funny, because when they had her... And I mean this purely as a joking aspect. When they had her, her name is Eleanor Rose. Mm-hmm. Uh, why not? And I was a little upset. Again, you were like all, all all joking. Yeah. Um, I was a little upset because I've had Caden Rose picked out since I was a wee lad in high school. Yeah. Um, and so when she, there was Eleanor Rose, I was like, "Motherfucker took my middle name," and I was like, "Fuck it, we're still doing it." And so we did. It wasn't until after Caden was born and Tara had met her for like the second time that she had put two and two together and goes, oh, she has the same middle name. I'm like, yeah, (laughs) yeah, Yeah. she does. So when Kaylee and I had Kingston and Kenza, Mm -hmm. I obviously I wanted Kingston Lee because like it's. Terry Lee, my grandfather, and Wendy Lee, my mom, even though it's spelled different, and then Austin Lee. And so I was like, it's like a it's like a family thing. Mm-hmm. And then my grandpa's name, my great grandfather, so my grandpa's dad, his name was Leon. So like Lee is like a fucking family thing. So it's like I want it to be Kingston Lee. Then we came up with the name Kenta and we're like, what's his middle name gonna be? And we're like, I don't know, Lee sounds good. And so we fucking gave him <laughs> Lee too. So both the boys have the same middle name, Lee. <laughs> Right. I never, never yeah. thought of that. So then she had Carrick, and I met Carrick the first time I came to visit the boys. Like after, so like we got divorced. Wait, are they okay's? Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's three of them. Um, but the first, so we got divorced. I had custody of the kids. She got pregnant. There was an argument. She filed a no contact order. A whole thing, right? So, like, there was a, a small period of time for a few months where I wasn't allowed to see the kids. And then she had just given birth to Carrick. He mm-hmm. was 11 days old the first time I went and saw the kids again. So then I, like, I went over there and she was, we got along great. And I saw Kingston and Kenta. And then she was like, Do you want to hold the baby? And I was like, fuck yeah, I want to hold that baby. Um, and I was like, uh, what's his name? And she's like, oh, it's Carrick. And I was like, another K, of course, because why wouldn't you? 
And I was like, middle name? And she goes, Is it Lee? I don't want to tell you. And is I was it like, Lee? What is it? And I was, she's like, It's Carrick Lee. And I was like, You mother fucker. Now I have to love this thing. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> Oh, now it's mine forever. So, yeah. And like, I don't want to bash on him too much, but like, Carrick's biological father is not in the picture. And so, like, that's fucking, that's my kid. Like, um, so yeah, Carrick, Carrick Lee, Kingston Lee, Kent Lee. So, that's awesome. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, if it makes you feel any better, I know when we have a boy, his name's going to be Cannon James. Yeah. So, Trey Cannon. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. At least she wasn't like, his fucking name is Montaro Savan. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> <laughs> um, has Heather been off work the, since Caden's been born? She's done a little bit of work here and there. Uh, Working the, from home? Yeah, I think. Gotcha. I think. Um, I know her work has a pretty good program for newborns. That's awesome. Um, my boss was very, um, very cool about it. I was like, look, I don't know when it's happening. It could happen earlier than what we had planned. But as it stands, 19th of 26, I have off. So... He ex- he extended out the offer, and he goes, hey, uh, you get one week unpaid, or one week paid uh, leave, and then you'll have another week unpaid, mm-hmm. which didn't necessarily add up anyway, because I went in to cover, because they had absolutely no one mm-hmm. um, the second week, but... You know, it was only like a day or two. No problem. It it was all like, it's been great. So, yeah. So when I had my first kid, like I had a bunch of friends, like not a bunch of friends, but I had a handful of friends that have already had kids before that. Like mm-hmm. Jack Stamper had his first son pretty young. I think twenty. Wow, how old is how old is Ryan now? Ten maybe, and we're thirty four. So probably about twenty four. I didn't have my first kid until 26-ish, mm-hmm. 27. So, like, I leaned on my friend or friends that had kids earlier than I did. Being 30, how old are you? 34? 33. 34 um, in less Very than Very soon, yeah, 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 yeah. So, 33. You're 33 when you have your first kid. Did you lean on your friends that had already had kids for advice? Nope. You're like, nope, nope fuck them. No, nope. <laughs> I, I didn't. And specifically being, uh, <laughs> you're like, I, I fucking, I see how they are with their kids. I'm not asking them for shit. <laughs> no, no. Um, I didn't really need to lean on anybody because I was in previous relationships with right women right. that did have kids. So like, I, I got the gist of it. I got it. I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't know. I think, um, in a weird way, I was oddly prepared is there anything unexpected in your first month anything that you're like hey i thought things were gonna go this way but like it's actually this way i thought we'd have bigger messes like yeah. spit up yeah, yeah yeah you know poo she's had maybe a few a couple blowouts but that's the thing i think like parents tell you that like once you have a kid you're gonna have literal shit everywhere and in my experience it's not until you turn five but people tell you that like you're 
it's just gonna be fucking throw up and like well, feces and everywhere. Well, I mean, when I when I had to take care of other children, yeah, um, it was all formula and stuff like that. Right. With Caden, she's breastfed, so she eats just as much as she needs, not. Enough to where she needs burped or like right to where she'll have spit up. Um, she's been incredibly healthy, so I, like I've never had to worry about anything. The only thing I worry about is her maybe rolling over and falling off something, or <laughs> I don't know. Something stupid. I guess this is probably, and I don't know why I didn't ask you this, but like it's probably a bigger question for Heather and other mothers that breastfeed, but like. She wakes up in the middle of the night. She's hungry. Like Heather has to get up with her, mm-hmm. feed her. Has that been difficult for her and like her her sleep? Yes. Like, it ha- it has because she for a while it used to be every three to four hours, mm-hmm. and now it's almost every hour because I think she's hitting a growth spurt right now. But there's been a couple times to where like. I'll be with her for some time. Heather will take her, go to bed, mm-hmm. get her to sleep, and then put away for a little bit. And then uh, probably about the time that I'm winding down and I'm getting into bed or whatever, she'll wake up, she'll start crying, and Heather is just already just exhausted. Mm-hmm. She's drained. And, and like, I will, I'll, I'll take her, I'll do what I can, but I know... It's because she's hungry, and and she just wakes up just defeated, and I feel so bad for her. But she's been she's been handling it like a champ. Um, she's been doing very well. I think we're starting to get used to that, so we're getting into more of a groove that mm-hmm. we can deal with. Yeah, that was the thing. Like Kaylee couldn't breastfeed she just never had milk and so um like when we had kingston and kenta it was always just like well fuck like it's not the breastfeed so i have no excuse not to not to be the one to get up and feed them because like it's just this formula so like right you know so i i was always the one that got up and did it so we, we never we never dealt with that and she tried to pump and like all of that with kingston and kenta i think she did breastfeed Carrick, which was interesting and i don't know how like i don't know how all that works i don't know if it's like maybe it was me what if it was me my fault probably because we had like (laughs) thanks um because we had like two kids together and like she couldn't breastfeed she didn't produce any milk with any of our kids but then she had a third kid she try to like like lactate herself Mm -hmm. and massage herself Mm -hmm. but then for and then but for Carrick, she did and I don't want to be like the, like the anti-vaxxer fucking like one versus the other is better. But like, she has she had a, a third child with another Laotian who's actually smaller than I am in height and weight, and that baby being breastfed is a fucking giant compared to my children. So maybe there yeah. is something to be said for you know breastfeeding, but uh, yeah. It's a big old boy. Yeah, I have a feeling Caden's going to grow up and be 
incredibly smart and incredibly strong. And so my goal is to essentially make her like a She-Hulk. Yeah, get her in pro wrestling. <laughs> yeah. Andrea the Giant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, uh, I just I just want her, when she grows up, to be prepared mm-hmm. for stuff. Uh, so, you know, when she gets a good enough age to be in, like, I don't know, say martial arts or something, I mm-hmm. want to get her into that. That'd be awesome. Um, one thing that I'm I'm super excited about doing and what I want to do is something that my sister did with uh, my niece, which was baby sign language. Yeah, absolutely. So um, it's great because, I mean, granted, Ellie can sort of talk now. Um, she got us a book for baby sign language and like it's apparently incredible because it like since a baby can't talk the best they can do is be like sign what they want and mm-hmm. it's all good yeah my biological children are dipshits but uh <laughs> carrot can know sign language a lot of it uh knows his ABCs knows like all of his numbers, and then he fucking knows the entire alphabet in Spanish as well. And he's two. And then I just look at my biological children. I'm like, what the fuck, man? Like you're making me look bad. <laughs> um, I know that you said you didn't really rely on any because you had experience in the past. Rely on any of your friends or other family members that had had kids, but if there's someone listening that is, let's say they have a partner mm-hmm. that is pregnant, Corey, um, what advice would you have for new parents or going to be new parents? Something that maybe like, like we talked about something that was different than what you expected or um, something that was either way, good or bad, easier than you expected or more difficult than you expected, or just wasn't what you had in mind. So rather than that, what I will say is babies feed off of energy mm-hmm. and and emotion. So you need to keep your frustrations in they check. They can smell fear. Yeah. Uh, you need to keep your frustrations in check because the baby's going to sense that it's not going to go well. And mm-hmm. both of you are going to end up being pissed off. Mm-hmm. With that being said, um, I think it's a very good idea to like if you're the father please take the time get up in the middle of the night try to take care of the baby as much as possible give the mother a break because she's dealing with that baby a lot she just had a baby the least the very very least you could do is sacrifice your sleep or your rest or your own time to just care for the baby, even if it's just holding the baby. Yep. Absolutely. You know, getting the baby back to sleep, changing the diaper. You know, just do the little things, the the bare minimum, and I promise that will make a world of difference. The bare necessities? Simple. Simple bare necessity. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, I mean that's that'd be my my advice. Mm